Hi, and welcome to Cryptobiography. I'm your host, Brandon Starr. This is episode 346 of Cryptobiography, and it's part 17 of Tomorrow. And here we go. She limped away, trying to be quiet, but balancing that with a need for speed and a need to not hurt her ankle anymore. It was very, very dark, and she also needed to not make noise or hurt herself by running into anything. So... She slowed down. She hugged a wall, but made her way away from the compound. They had started some kind of alarm, but it wasn't very loud. She also seemed to have outpaced the several guards who were looking for her. No doubt they had to spread out and check everything, and so by simply keeping moving, she was safe for now. But that would not last long. She figured she had the rest of the night to find someplace safe, and then they would send people by the dozens, if not hundreds, to locate her. Though she had worked very hard on memorizing what she could see outside the wall, she was already moving beyond what she could see from inside the house. She was fairly sure she would have to get out of another wall before she might be free. But she had another idea. She wondered if there was a wall blocking her way to the water, or if the walls were only to keep people from going in and out over land. She headed west toward the strait. She still had hours left to go. Her ankle was sore and it was not keeping her from moving at a normal pace, but she did not want to test her ankle's health against a good run or climb. She made her way farther and farther towards the water. She could actually smell the salt on the air now. Finally, she could see the water. There was no wall preventing her from getting to it. But now, she was going to need to find a boat. Any boat. She figured that if she got away clean... She would take her chances on any boat, even if it meant paddling the entire way. She was trying to decide between two ideas. One was that she might need a good amount of time to find a proper hiding place, someplace she wouldn't be found for an entire day. Then she could, the next night, find some water, food, and a boat. But part of her wanted to look for a boat and make a break tonight. Staying in the city, which seemed to be the only other option, had a risk of capture. The rain was getting heavier. That should give her both better cover and a bit more time before daybreak. Would they look for her here, near the water, so far from the compound, or would they be searching and expanding circles outward? She couldn't rule out that they might assume she would try to find a boat to take back home. She got closer to the water. There was a marina. Most of it was empty, and there were a number of half-sunk boats and ships on much of it. But there was also one area where apparently all the seaworthy vessels vessels were moored. There was a guard station of sorts, near where the dock met the water. Betty watched it for some time, slowly moving around it. There were supposed to be large open areas for the guards to look out in all directions, but apparently the guard, or guards, were blocking them up to keep the rain out and hadn't been instructed to increase their surveillance. She crept past, trying to keep silent. It was very dark, and she checked each boat as she passed. She would look for a small boat, because she might have to row by hand if the sails were not already on board, 
and she couldn't do that on a big boat. She also needed to be able to push off with just her own power. Finally, she found one. It was small and low, and couldn't be seen from the guard post, except for the mast. She crept forward and soon just above it, lying on the filthy dock. She was close enough now that she could make out some details despite the gloom. The sail was lying on the bottom of the boat, and there was a paddle as well. The rain had brought some wind. This would be fine when she had the sail up and room to maneuver, but the wind was coming, as was typical, from the west, the direction she had to go, so she couldn't just put the sail up and be on her way, not in this narrow way between a couple of the docks. There was a paddle on the boat. Could she paddle, awkwardly leaning over the side or the stern and make enough headway to get out of the marina? She had to try. She slid her legs off the dock and slithered down into the boat. She checked around. There was indeed a single sail, already connected to a boom which could be lifted onto the mast. She knew how to do that, though doing it solo on a boat already on the water might be difficult. There was one paddle, no oarlocks, so proper rowing was not possible. There was some water in the bottom of the boat from the rain. This would help keep the boat low in the water, an advantage when she was paddling by hand, since she wouldn't have to reach as far. But the water would have to be removed once she was underway. There was a bucket in the bottom of the boat as well, tied to a cleat. It was time. Waiting wouldn't help, and she was sure that despite the cloud cover, day would be coming and she would be found out. She held the boat close to the dock with one hand, so there would be some slack in the mooring line, and with the other hand, she loosed the boat. She looked over at the guard station, which she could only partly see past one of the other bigger boats. There was the noise of footsteps and some voices. Then the temporary boards that were keeping the guards dry were being brought down. It was dark. Would they see her? The line was loose. She dropped it on the boat and pushed the bow away from the dock. Then she ducked down and took up the paddle. She started paddling, first just trying to get away from the dock. Once she was in open water, she could try to get the sail hoisted. She paddled, but it was woefully slow. She was underway, but still a ways from even the end of the dock when she heard a shout. The guards and possibly other people from the compound had spotted her. There were running noises which she was familiar with, the wooden thump-thump-thump people made on old docks. And that's the end of the episode for this week. I hope you enjoy it. We're getting obviously close to another a little climax in the story. If you have any comments or questions about this episode or previous episodes, cryptobiography at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Mastodon. And thanks for listening. Words and Music Copyright 2024, Brandon Starr, All Rights Reserved. Characters and events are fictional, fictionalized, or satirical. <laughs>